this is the second episode that's probably really loud I'm just learning how to do this like I've said before that's my amazing piano playing skills I took piano for a year about a year I would go to this guy's house and uh, it would just be me and a bunch of little kids and their parents in the waiting room and he'd be like "All right, Jelly come on you're next buddy I'm like I feel like I'm 10 years older than you I don't understand how you're talking to me like this but uh he'd be like great job you're doing such a great job buddy you're doing such a great job and my piano it was it was like good thing i brought the piano so i could i don't even know if it's picking it up but uh yeah it wasn't it wasn't worth it i think i spent about fifteen hundred dollars in eight months but i'd like to take them again and take them take it more serious but i have i don't what am i gonna do that it's like so much time Especially if you have if you have an actual piano teacher and you have to be held accountable, like if you're taking classes and then you got to go. If you ha- if you didn't practice for that, for that week, he'll be like, "All right, play the song that we practice," and I'm just like, <laughs> and it's just awkward. It's just him and I in the, the room all alone. But um, so podcasts are weird. <clears throat> I was thinking about my friend. I've been on a couple of podcasts, and I was thinking about my friends' um, podcasts, and I listened to a couple just to get an idea of what they do. And it's just, it's almost like improv. Because real conversations aren't like that. Like, I've seen them have those conversations. And it's like, I can't do what they do. I don't know how they do it. So, this is what I decided to do. It's just going to be me and this little microphone that I'm holding between my fingertips. Um, It looks really funny. And for some reason, the wire is 35 feet long. I guess it's a lapel mic. But, I mean, if you were filming a movie, I feel like you'd see the wire hanging. But, anyways, I don't know. I guess you put it inside your shirt. Um, <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> I don't know what that laugh was. <laughs> so I think that what I'm going to do is tell stories, and I know you're not supposed to say what you're going to do. You're just supposed to ease into it. You're supposed to be like, oh, so podcast, huh? Well, you know, one day I was walking down the street, and my uncle fell out of a tree in front of me, and I was like, what the heck? But, um, so, so yeah, I think what I'm going to do is I'm just going <laughs> to, uh, that never happened, by the way. So I'll, I'll try to get better at it. I'm new at this. I don't really know what I'm, what I'm doing. I don't really know what I'm doing ever, ever, ever in my whole life. I don't, I don't think I've ever known how to be a regular person. <laughs> I've always had every job I've ever had. I would always like when I was younger. I would just, I would find hiding places and I would just like throw things at people. All right, I'm not gonna get into that. But um, when I was in my early nineteen, <laughs> when I was about nineteen years old, I uh, discovered this place, Toast. It was called Toast. It was a cafe, and I discovered it with my friend. And we would go there, and they would have punk shows every Friday and Saturday. And it was pretty wild. It would get crazy, and uh, it was mostly local bands. But they'd get, they'd bring in, um, you know, 
bigger quote-unquote local bands and they had uh, hardcore shows too and there was a big hardcore scene going on i don't know anything about hardcore music and i don't know about it now but uh it was huge back then and they would have you know the more well-known hardcore bands come and play there and it was pretty cool and it was run by this chick named heather and she would serve coffee all day and I would show up there a lot with my friends and she asked us to do security, which is hilarious because I was, uh, the skinniest little kid ever. <clears throat> and, uh, we would do security for this. It was ridiculous. Me and my friends would do security and it actually boosted my confidence a little bit, but anyways, yeah. So, and that's awesome because you're around punk kids and they hate authority. And I became the authority at 19 years old, this little slender skinny kid. But, uh, not really, because I never would take it serious. I would just go to watch the shows, which was pretty fun. But there was this... Uh, the kids were wild, too. <clears throat> Sorry. It's freaking something in my throat. They would... Uh, I feel like I should delete this and start over, because nobody wants to listen to me grunting. But the kids there were crazy. They would hang out. I remember I hung out with them one time, and they uh, took a lighter, and they you know flicked it so it was lit, and they would turn their hand so it would burn like the metal part of the lighter and then they would give them they all gave each other like these burns like these scars that they had forever i guess they were all like it was like a friendship scar i don't know i just remember that but um i remember i hung out with all of them one time we went to this girl's house and we were all hanging out in the house and they were watching the movie casino with robert de niro it's a a mafia movie sort of but uh, there's a lot of fighting a lot of like uh, beat down type scenes like there's people who are cheating in the casino and they'll take them out back and just you know smash their their hands with hammers and put their head in a vice so it's like pumping everybody up everybody's getting hyped up and there was a uh, it was a messenger the, the girl who lived there had her computer open and they were somebody started messaging her and it was the guy who she was having sex with, and she was like, oh, my God, I hate that guy. He's such an asshole. All he wants to do is have sex. So some dude got on there and was like, hey, it's me. Why don't you come over? So he's like, all right, I'll come over. Yeah, yeah blah, blah. And he had no idea that there was anybody else in the house. So they had a plan to beat the shit out of this kid, which they did. It was horrible. The kid walked up. There, this whole plan that uh, when he walked up, they were going to flip on the lights and everybody was going to come at him and just beat him up. Or I think they were, no, I think they were only going to scare him. And I was like, this is ridiculous. And, um, but I thought it was kind of funny. So what really happened is I looked out the window, the light came on and they started beating the crap out of this kid. And um, then they shut off the light and they like started ripping off his shirt and they really like pounded his face in. And then they stole all his stuff they stole i think they stole his shoes and his wallet which is horrible so he went and he called the cops the cops came and obviously they questioned everybody i think i hid like in a closet or something but yeah so that was horrible and then they didn't even press charges because the there was a dude in a cast he had like a broken leg and he went out and he was like yeah i did that and the cops thought that was funny he's like i did it alone nobody you know i don't know what he's talking about there's nobody else in the house but they found out there was other people, but they believed him that he did it, and uh, they didn't press charges, so I thought that was weird. Hmm. But yeah, this uh, place toast. So I do comedy now, which I'm sure you could tell by how uh, confident I am talking alone in my living room with this tiny little microphone. But I 
before I did comedy, I did uh, open mics at this place, Toast. Not comedy, though. We do, like, weird things. Like, uh, one time I wore a neck brace, and uh, my friend in the background, he was, like... So I wore a neck brace, and I was reading uh, I Have Duck Feet by Dr. Seuss, and I, had, I was wearing this crazy wig, and my friend was in the background, like, doing nunchucks. We would do stupid stuff like that. Didn't make any sense. And um, so me and my friend came up with this band called Ishnosh. It was a gay German techno band. And we would wear these trench coats and fake black mustaches with fake black wigs and sunglasses. And we came in smoking fake cigarettes. And uh, this techno song would play. And my friend would, you know, sing in fake German in a really, really deep voice. And then it would be my turn to sing. And I would sing in this, like, super high voice. But we both had dead serious faces on. And then he would go... It's time to start an Ishnash pit. And he would rip off his trench coat and he would be in a thong. And then he would uh, get down on his knees and simulate oral sex. I mean, it was so ridiculous. But uh, people thought it was hilarious and they really liked it. And actually, I remember the cops on the bicycles came inside and they were watching. And they're like, what is this all about? And um, so the one dude there liked us so much that he hired us for his birthday party. And we went and performed at his birthday party and they hated us. Uh, so yeah, that's that story. So I don't really know what to say after that, because that's the whole story. <laughs> that was a crazy time. Life is. I have so many stories that I wrote them all down, and I'm trying to like remember them so I could tell them in a good way. And it's hard to. I don't know what it is about knowing that you're not being recorded that you're able to do something almost breathlessly like perfect it's just it's really weird how and then you have this microphone and like i'm doing the funny voices and i'm being crazy and weird and then like as soon as the microphone comes in front of me i'm just like and then i walked up the street and i took off my stickers and then like um yeah it's just weird but you know what that might do it for this episode um oh there was a couple other things that happened around that time I'm not going to bring that up, but uh, there was one other thing I wanted to bring up that I, one time, I remember this clearly, it came to me the other day and I was like freaking out because, just being a stupid kid, um, is that even considered a kid? I guess I was an adult male, but my friend needed a ride, so I was like, okay, where you got to go? He's like, oh, I got to go to this dude's house, so... He jumped in the car, and then at the last minute, this other guy was like, hey, can I go? And I was like, sure. So I drive them both to this guy's house, and my friend gets out, and he goes inside. He comes back, and I was like, what would you do? He's like, nothing. So we drive back, and uh, we get pulled over by the police. And I was like, oh, God, this sucks. I guess I was speeding. So he, as he, the cop is walking over to the car, my friend in the passenger seat is like, dude, I just bought a pound of weed. And I was like, that's great. That's awesome, man. And I was like, you better not freaking put it somewhere in my car. And then the dude in the back was like, dude, I have 500 tablets of ecstasy. And I was like, are you f- kidding me right now? So we got through it. We didn't get caught. That was a really terrible story. I don't know why I told it. I got to really, you know. See, what I'm doing is I'm holding myself accountable. I'm going to put this out there just so I get embarrassed about how bad it is. And then I have to try to be better. So. That's this episode, and I hope you enjoyed it.